The technology likely to have the greatest impact on the next few decades has arrived. You can start building completely new concepts for payments that we've never thought of. Move the need for a financial intermediary to transact value. Bitcoin and the blockchain have an amazing future. This is going to transform society. Hello and welcome to our 10 minute talks podcast series. My name is Thomas and I'll be your host for this series. The 10 minute talks podcast series involves talking about a relevant new topic or something that's been around in the cryptocurrency space for ages and explaining it in simple terms so that someone that's experienced in cryptocurrencies as well as someone that's a beginner in cryptocurrencies can understand. It's around 10 minutes. So it does not involve going too deeply into a subject. It's giving you a basic understanding of the concept. And if you would like to find out more, you can either message us directly on our website or through our Twitter account at Crypto Authority. So without further ado, let's begin our first podcast of this series. The topic of today is consensus algorithms. So what are consensus algorithms? It's a method by which a group can make a decision. Let's take a simple example. 10 people in a room are trying to decide on where to go on holiday. They can do so in a number of ways. They could have a unanimous vote where they all decide together where to go. They could elect a leader who could decide for them, or they can even go for a majority vote. Sounds simple enough. Maybe it'll take them a few minutes to decide. But now imagine that these 10 people are thousands or millions of people. There's no way they would agree, and the time taken to agree would take way too long. So, this is basically the case for cryptocurrencies, with millions of users, thousands of transactions daily, and the creation of new cryptocurrencies via mining, like Bitcoin, which you mine the blockchain to create new blocks. So in order to be able to make these decisions on the blockchain, consensus algorithms have been created to ensure the following objectives. They ensure that there is an agreement in the network. They ensure that there is collaboration so that the best possible outcome can be achieved. Cooperation to work as a team and put personal interests aside. There are equal rights. Every single participant has the same value in voting. This means that every person's vote is important. There's participation in the network. That everyone's participating, everyone's voting, no one will be left out or can stay without a vote. There's activity, every member in the group is equally active, there's no one with more responsibility in the group. In essence, this creates a decentralized network such as Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum. Today, we will look at the two most popular consensus algorithms, proof of work and proof of stake. Bitcoin and Ethereum use proof of work, but Ethereum will move to proof of stake soon via its Casper version 2 update in the network it's estimated to arrive in the next couple months a date as of yet has not been established so let's begin what is proof of work when you want to set a transaction this is what happens behind the scenes transactions are bundled together into what we call a block miners verify that transaction with each block that they are legitimate to do so miners need to solve a mathematical puzzle known as proof of work problem a reward is given to the first miner who solves each block's problem. The reward for the miner that solves the problem first is the transaction fees along with a newly mined block. In the case of Bitcoin, this used to be 25 new Bitcoin. Now this is half to 12 and a half. And in the future, it's going to further reduce and further reduce until no more Bitcoins to be mined. Don't quote me on this, but I believe the last Bitcoin will be mined in 2150 or something. 
but it does mean that the blocks will continue to get smaller and the miners will receive fewer blocks, which could mean higher fees. We don't know as of yet. Okay, so every time a new block is created with these transactions, a miner is adding a new block to the chain, hence blockchain technology. This block of transactions is verified by the other miners in the public blockchain. So the miners are competing with each other who will solve the mathematical problem first. And the one that does so creates the new block on the chain and the rest then verify that is the case and move on to try and figure out the next block in the chain. So that transactions can keep happening on the blockchain and the network remains running. The solving of these complex mathematical problems is undertaken by individual nodes in the network called miners. The solving of the algorithm is referred to as mining in the blockchain. The answer to the whole problem, the mathematical equation, is called the hash. Sounds simple, right? In reality, it's more complicated, but in essence, that's all you need to know about the, how the process works. What it is important, though, is to know the pros and cons of how proof-of-work consensus algorithm works. So what are the pros? The pros. It is completely decentralized. No one controls the blockchain. For the reasons I previously mentioned, activity, participation, equal rights, cooperation, collaboration, and ensuring that there's agreement on the network, this proof of work ensures that the network is decentralized. No one controls it. A new block is created, the rest verify the transactions. Since the transactions are verified by all miners, no double spending can occur on the blockchain. It's not like a bank where you spend fiat and you accidentally double spend. Then you have the cons of proof of work. The mathematical problems that you have to solve require a lot of computational power. This makes mining Bitcoin very environmentally harmful. In fact, Bitcoin mining uses more electricity than 159 countries across the world, including my home country of Cyprus and most African countries. The other major issue is it could face a 51% attack, causing a fork to occur in the network, just like we had Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Gold or Diamond, etc. Okay, those were forks, but they weren't necessarily, uh, those were agreements between certain miners. I'm, I'm not going to get into it. But basically what a 51% mining power of attack is, is when as the mining gets more difficult and the computational power increases, but as blocks reduce and the rewards as such reduce, that means that fewer miners will find it economically beneficial to continue mining. So the amount of miners in the network will reduce leaving those behind with more power over the network. That means that if they have more than 51% of the power, they can cause an attack and create a hard fork in the network, which is a risk when it comes to proof of work. That's why, for example, Ethereum wants to move to proof of stake. So let's find out what proof of stake is. In proof of stake, all the miners on the network are chosen randomly or voted by other holders of the coin. So in this case, the other holders of Ethereum when Ethereum uses proof of stake. The miners are actually called validators in this case because they're not actually mining the coin in the same sense as proof of work. If you have a specific amount of the coin stored previously in your wallet, then you will be qualified to be a node on the network. For Ethereum, this is at least 32 Ether as of Casper version 2. After being a node, if you want to be qualified for being a miner, you will need to deposit a certain amount of coin. After that, there will be a system for choosing the validators. In the Ethereum network, based on Casper version 2, it is yet to, which is yet to be released, the validators must at least stake 32 Ether. This means that they will have 32 Ether locked up or bound 
by the network and which they risk losing if they go against the network. Ethereum has incorporated a slash mechanism where validators will lose part of the Ethereum that they have staked if they choose to do so. New blocks will be rewarded proportionally to the number of coins based on the wallet. For example, if you own 10% of all coins ever created of Ethereum, then you will get to mine 10% of new blocks and 10% of new transactions. So there are many blockchains technologies that use a variety of proof-of-stake consensus algorithms. However, all the algorithms work the same for mining new blocks. Every miner will receive a block reward as well as a share of the transaction fees based on the percentage of coins they hold. So what are the pros? First of all, this type of consensus algorithms doesn't require any amount of heavy hardware backup. You only need a functional computer system and a stable internet connection. As such, any person who has enough coins on the network will also be able to validate transactions. If a person invests in the network, it won't depreciate over time like other investments. The only thing that will affect the profit is price fluctuations. Proof-of-stake consensus algorithm blockchain is much more efficient than proof-of-work in that it doesn't use the same amount of computational power and so does not use up the same amount of electricity. Hence, more environmentally friendly. There's also a reduced chance that there'll be a 51% attack because in order to achieve that, you have to have not 51% of the computational power as you would in proof-of-work, but 51% of all coins ever mined, which in the case of Ethereum would be very expensive. And if you did have that, it would not be in your own interest to cause a 51% attack because as soon as people found out, there would be a depreciation of the value of the uh, currency and you'd lose a shit ton of money. Excuse my language. So even though proof of stake seems quite lucrative over proof of work, still there is some significant disadvantages. The main drawback of the system is that it is not fully decentralized because only a handful of nodes get to participate in the network. Remember, nodes are validators. So only individuals that have enough coins, in the case of Ethereum, 32 Ether, will be able to validate on the network, meaning that the network is controlled by a few individuals, making the process not very decentralized in comparison to proof of work. As of the moment of recording this, the price of Ethereum is around $206, which means to have 32 Ether, which is more than $6,500, which not many people have, including myself. <laughs> so, to recap, we have proof of work and proof of stake. They both have their pros and their cons, and they're both consensus algorithms used in the network. Bitcoin and Ethereum currently use proof of work. Proof of stake is then the one that's going to be used by Ethereum in the next couple of months as soon as the update comes out. So thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to ask us by contacting us directly on our website, www.cryptoauthority.co.uk or through our Twitter account. A small disclaimer, anything we say expresses our personal opinions, predictions, and market speculations based on the way we interpret the information we have available to us. It is by no means to be considered expert advice. We take no spot responsibility or liability for any actions taken by you based on anything we have mentioned. We're in no way affiliated with any companies, sites, cryptocurrency exchanges, and cryptocurrencies that we mention in our podcasts. These are simply the ones we choose to use or mention because of our personal preference.